Blog Talk Radio. Clarify that, and we 
uh, and although we are friends, very close friends, we are aware of the state of the world. In fact, this was made clear by the tribal clashes that occurred in Kenya just a few years ago, where more than 1,300 people from one tribe were killed by other tribes, leaving the surviving children devastated as a result. Right, and so that's um, that's something that we've been talking about um, on recent programs, not in such exact terms, but, for example, when we have been referring to the Kayaba Primary School that we're looking to provide assistance to, they have been direct victims from such violence, from such hatred and, and prejudice between tribes in that area. They, they had a fairly good economy and a peaceful existence, although they, you know, they were lacking in many necessary things. But in, in recent years, it's just become much worse uh, over there in the area that we live. And so that's why we do these programs and why we have a, a mission uh, with On Fire Agape Ministries um, to help some of those displaced and orphaned children over, over there in Kenya. To find out a lot more about what we're doing, please visit our website at www.onfireagapeministries.org. Yeah, in, in fact, these victimized children of these senseless tribal crashes are currently unsure of reaching their life goals. And as Brian said, among them are some of the children who attend Kayaba Primary School, whose parents, according to the report we have received, were killed during the tribal crashes. They are presently being taken care of by guardians such as grandparents and relatives who have no means to support their education. These children and their families have definitely seen the ugly face of prejudice. Amen, amen. And, and we do have um, some biblical examples uh, that we want to share because prejudice and hatred is definitely addressed in the Bible. Yes. Uh, Jesus did, right? Yeah, Jesus addressed this subject of prejudice during his ministry on earth 2,000 years ago. He did not ignore this subject or shy away from it, and we cannot shy away from this subject either. He did not shy away from this, this sensitive subject. In fact, it was the very first subject he talked about at the beginning of his ministry. And the subject was so sensitive that those who heard him wanted to kill him right away before he continued with his ministry. Can you read that passage? Where? You'd like me to read the passage from Luke? Yes. Okay, this uh, is from Luke chapter 4, beginning with, with verse 20, 22, where it says, All spoke well of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Jesus said to them, Surely you, you will quote this proverb to me. Physician, heal yourself. Do here in your hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. I tell you the truth, he continued, 
No prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time, when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built, in order to throw him down the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. Wow. Those who were in the synagogue recognized Jesus' wisdom and observed his miracles, but they could not stand the fact that he had included the Gentiles as recipients of God's blessing. Their prejudice towards the Gentiles, together with their limited vision, prevented them from recognizing Jesus as God among them. Jesus responded by leaving uh, uh, because they were stuck in their historical perspective against those whom they had prejudiced. This story reminds us of the testimony of the Samaritan woman who Jesus met at a well. Neither the Samaritan woman nor the window from Salafet belongs to Islam. The Jews because of their prejudice, did not associate with them. They thought they would become unceremoniously, unceremoniously unclean if they had used a drinking vessel handled by a Samaritan, since they heard that all Samaritans were unclean. Can you read the scripture where the Samaritan woman uh, met Jesus at the well? That is in John 4, 7 to 15. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God... And who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. So... Jesus gave her the water. The Samaritan woman drank the water that Jesus gave 
his heart. And honest Jesus could give. And straight away there bubbled up a well in her own heart. She left her water pot. And she got, uh, when she got the well, and hurried to the town to call the men there with the astonishing news. Come and see a man who told me all the things I ever did. So the Samaritan woman believed, and even so much so when the Spirit of God entered her, because God, uh, God, who was Jesus Christ, was talking about the Holy Spirit when he was talking about water. The Samaritan woman had found her Savior, who died only a few years after their meeting, shedding his blood for all mankind on the cross, and who was then resurrected from the dead after three days. Resurrected from the grave after three days. Yes. Now, we know that outside the cross, outside the work of the cross, there is bitterness, intolerance, greed, hatred, and prejudice, as we have seen what happened in Kenya recently. We are hoping that it will never happen again, ever happen again. So, so, so that's why we are broadcasting this for people to discover that only through the Jesus Christ and his cross can these things be prevented from ever occurring. Within the efficacy of the cross, there is love and fellowship, new life and new brotherhood. Now, when men turn to God, God gives them a gutter love. And then they love their neighbor, no matter the color of his skin or the culture or the tribe he belongs. He also promises them the gift of eternal life. It will be a fabulous future where there will be no wars. Instead, there will be peaceful human relations in a state of complete reconciliation between man and God, between race and race, and between tribe and tribe. Amen. And that goes for our country of the USA, of course, as well. You know, it seems like this time of our history, which is the year 2010, that there seems to be more hatred and divisiveness than ever before. It just seems to be getting worse and worse. Anytime you turn on the news, people are calling each other hate mongers and racists and any other names you can imagine. So we just felt that this would be a good topic to address at this time and point out that it's not only here in this country, of course, it's everywhere in the world. People are people. And throughout history, they have abused and misused and exploited and enslaved and killed people for selfish reasons. Uh-huh. And we... we only want to get across the message of of peace and love, hope and charity, mm-hmm. which is the primary message of the Christian Bible. Yes, and if people can uh, listen to our voices as we broadcast and discover that we are people coming from very different cultures, in fact, 
discovered maybe I migrated in the United States and realized that Brian was born in the United States and probably he doesn't look like me, uh, that would be good to know that we could be friends and those who see us, who see us working together, uh, doing things together, realize indeed people can live in harmony instead of looking at people from their outside appearance, realize we are people with, with needs. Such a thing like um, that occurred in Kenya recently could be avoided. Yes, amen. And as we look toward the future, we have hope and confidence that when we go on to the next world of eternal life, all of this strife, the tears and the sadness, and the hatred will be no more. As I said before, we will all be children of God in his presence. And to make sure of that, we would like to give you another chance to, to come to Jesus and, and to be sure of your eternal salvation. Uh, Dr. Samuel, would you please uh, lead us in a prayer for that? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity to connect with listeners who are listening all over the world. Father, give them the desire and the hunger in their heart to reach out to their fellow human beings and to realize the purpose uh, why we are here is to worship the Lord as brothers and sisters in Christ and that one day we all live together with you in heaven. Father, thank you once again. Bless them till we meet again. And Father, we ask you that uh, as we continue uh, to broadcast this, we'll gain their love and support so that we can continue to stay in the air. In Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. Well, thank you uh, for being with us this evening. I would like to uh, once again direct you to our website. It is www.onfireagapeministries.org. You can email us, if you like, at onfireagape at minister.com. And we would also just like to uh, plead or put out a request to help support our ministry here. We want to continue broadcasting and carrying out our missions, and we'd be, we'll be able to do it more often and more effectively if you would please send us a contribution. You can write a check or send money to us at On Fire Agape Ministries, P.O. Box 411, Myerstown, Pennsylvania, 17064. Or you can also donate through our webpage um, and PayPal. Just look for the button that says Donate and click on that. Any final words, Dr. Samuel? We also want to remind the listeners that we do not have uh, physical contact with our congregations like churches do. We are not like a pastor who has a church. Uh, we depend on new listeners and we do find that uh, most people download the program for free 
So that's why we would like uh, your support uh, as much as uh, you can help. Now, um, you can go to our website and also um, read the transcript of this broadcast, and you can download that program uh, at, at, your, at, at, at your free time uh, and read it without um, uh, worrying about copyrights. So we uh, have been very generous. Please, we hope that you will also be generous by supporting us. Yes. Thank you very much for listening to On Fire Agape Radio. My name is Brian Betsworth. For Reverend Dr. Samuel Dungu, God bless you richly and fully.